Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. Welcome, 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 everybody, to our next episode of Diving Into Crypto, where we speak about crypto miners, what's in store to explore, right? This is JP, your host today from Adlunum INC, speaking to you about Web3. Every evening on a Thursday, we come in at the same time, same place, to talk about all the new trends and thought leadership that exist in the space that's changing your life at this point of time, which is Web3. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome our speaker today, a partner at Blue Wheel Capital, Vikash Agarwal. Give me a reaction since I can't hear you clap, but I'm going to do that clapping for you. All right, Vikash, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Thank you, Jervis. Thank you. I'm doing good. Thank you, Jervis, Nazda, the, the entire Adlunam team for inviting me uh, to come to join as a speaker. Awesome. It's, we are very, very glad that you agreed to to come onto the show and you know uh, share your thoughts with us today. I forgot one thing, Vikash. Before we begin, let me just share this with the audience that all views expressed on this program represent those of the speaker, and any advice that is shared or thoughts that are shared are for education purposes primarily, right? But that being said, Vikash, I got to ask you, you are, uh, you know, breaking grounds uh, in the, with the, of course, with the company that you're in and in the space that you are, right? But I, I ask this to all our speakers that, that have come here, uh, what inspired you to take up this journey in the Web3 space? Uh, if you talk about me, my background, so I've been an industrialist uh, initially into the traditional business. But uh, during the COVID times, uh, there was a good time what I had. And uh, I joined the course, which was with London School of Economics for cryptocurrency, just as a fun. And uh, in three months, when I started studying, understanding more about it, my view changed. Initially, it was more about gambling or more about speculations and investing and doubling the money. But after completing this course, then again, I proceeded for fintech to Harvard. And mm -hmm. in six months, my view about the cryptocurrency and blockchain changed. And then uh, I took up very seriously. And I'm full time, almost closed up my old business. And I'm full time into crypto, into Bitcoin mining and investments in startups. So obviously, oh. the, it's a, it's a, uh, I would term it as 1980s or 1990s uh, internet uh, is blockchain what is today. Okay, 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 okay. So you 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 began your journey, of course, from a traditional space, and then there's this entire new, uh, you know, new, new space that's opened up, a new arena that's opened up for you where business is concerned, right? Um, right. So you're right. So so how do you see uh, how do you see crypto changing uh, money and business, uh, you know, from a traditional space over to the side? Uh, I would term it as cryptocurrency is not changing the money. So it's mm -hmm. an advanced form of currency. So technically, mm -hmm. if you see the currency has been evolving uh, from ages, maybe initially mm -hmm. it started from barter, then you had gold coins, which was being exchanged, then you had IOU, how the currency started from Greek or China. 
then you had uh, fiat currency backed by gold then you had a fiat currencies which was not backed by gold it was the gold was withdrawn then you you already have a digital currencies where you can make online bank transfers and all the blockchain factor has been added to it which is called cryptocurrency now so uh, basically i would term it as it, it is a evolving form of money and if you see the history uh-huh. every 100 years there is a change in currencies the format of currencies which is being used by the community in every 100 or 150 years there is a change so cryptocurrency may be a next change where which is basically a community community driven model okay. so uh, how how did it start uh, maybe we'll term it we'll go back to 9 2009 or 8 when bitcoin light paper was initially introduced by satoshi nakamoto blockchain technology yeah. already existed it is nothing new that it was invented by him but he properly uh, scheduled it maybe he properly arranged it and he uh, for, he invented something called bitcoin which was the motto was peer to peer transfers uh, they were crypto punks who wanted to do uh, who didn't wanted cbds to be involved uh, in their uh, uh, transactions because of lehman brothers crash so practically when you see they call it iou but when you right. have uh, uh argentina peso falling or you have uh, greece currency falling or you have uh, banks falling the government does not recognize those money and give back to the lenders so there was a group of crypto punks who started thinking why do we need to why do i need to give my money to a third party who mm-hmm. is not guaranteeing it exactly that it is not being guaranteed by them uh, why right. do they decide about our valuation of my currency so that is how the bitcoin was invest in invented So, and uh, that is what is a changing form of money it was invented with a view of community driven uh, uh, currencies which uh, the valuation can be decided by com- community the uh, the method and oper- operations can be done by community it will be trustless it will be pseudo and it will be peer to peer easy transactions so that is how uh, this uh, all started about now when we talk about the business it truly makes it decentralized community driven uh pseudonymous and ease of usage so uh, for business cryptocurrency works on blockchain technology uh, uh-huh. which has new technologies like smart contracts so earlier if you want to mortgage like in a traditional time when you want to mortgage a gold you need to go and trust someone to give your uh, your asset and you need to trust on him to revert return you back the valuation goes very high there are chances that he may not give you he may give you back or something so there are decentralized finances now which makes funding very easy without documentation and again it's a trustless form of uh, community driven uh, funding you have uh, smart contracts which is defined milestone again you don't need to go and defi- uh, trust on anyone it is automatically defined by you and the contracts works accordingly so blockchain is and the best example for this is spotify so uh, spotify uh, so i want to dwell on that a little bit more uh, because i want to i want to go on that a little bit more right i mean you you spelt out obviously what's what's the uh, what's the landscape like today right mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. obviously with you know if you draw a parallel with uh, with with currencies right you mm-hmm. you have those governments across the world uh, you know having the ability to print their own currency right Right. Uh, and of course in, in crypto you don't have the same system as that so you're you're dependent in some way on on mining right so right. obviously mining has some importance but what what do you want to tell the audience about that in terms of like the importance where where mining from the way you see it as an industry expert uh, what would you want to tell our audience about 
now when you talk about mining mining is nothing but it's a validation of a in a simple word it's a validation of a cryptocurrency transaction and right. adding the transaction to the chain or the block so that is what is a blockchain when you have uh, all the transaction records converted to hash rates and they form up a chain in right. return the miner or uh, the validator or the nodes mm-hmm. uh, there's a three same word they gets the uh, they gets the cryptocurrency or coins in reward so it's basically like a server which uh, when you do any visa transaction uh, mm-hmm. whenever the visa card is swapped a visa this 2 or 2 2.5% or maybe some charges which goes to the visa company now again this right. money the same transaction money is being divided into the community who do who validates this transaction to make it economically viable mm-hmm. so uh, and uh, why is it important uh, when you talk about uh, again in mining there's proof of work there's proof of stake so proof of work includes certain kind of gpus asic miners certain infrastructures investment and right. then you have proof of stake now like ethereum pi network so they work on mobile computings or mobile power so right. mining is again important to validate the transaction decentralized uh, store the transactions in decentralized way yeah mm-hmm. not depending on the oh. central uh, uh, central servers or anything okay okay so this is obviously so many uh, so many um there are uh, many ways in which you can describe you know it yeah. beyond just because for most of us who who may you know may not be completely aware uh, what what we find out is that okay it's it's mining therefore there is you know some degree of some large computer going and hacking away at something and then you know another thing a diamond of some sort right <laughs> but when you when you talk about it like validation when you talk about it from different uh, from the aspect that you spelled out the picture does become clear right now right. i can i can imagine i can imagine that um you know something like this is obviously going to take a large amount of computing power because the quantum of transactions that that can happen on a daily i would can't even say a daily basis i would say a minute to minute basis right couldn't you uh yeah hi can you hear me Yeah, I mean, how how do you make it more sustainable? Uh, I, uh, can you repeat it because I think I lost the network. Can you repeat the question? Considering the large amount of computing power and then the large amount of you know uh, electricity needed for something like this uh, to have these mm-hmm. large validators, right? Uh, how do you make something like that more sustainable? See the the word sustainable uh, is very very vague here. The how do you make the mining sustainable? Mm-hmm. Now when we talk about Bitcoin mining, Bitcoin mining is done through proof of work where you have uh, large uh, supercomputers like which are called ASIC miners. Mm-hmm. So the ASIC miners are basically application integrated uh, specific circuit machines which are a very high powered machine which are designed to do a single or similar task. Okay. so uh, they use huge, huge infrastructure investment to do bitcoin mining where you have servers around the world now when you mm-hmm. talk about new methodology of mining like what is ethereum is adopting now it will be a mobile computing or mobile validation where you can have your validator nodes in the mobile where transaction can be validated but anyways okay. they 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 there there are difference uh, in sustainability of this mining like uh, bitcoin mining has uh, too many contributions of using huge energies uh, equivalent to maybe a netherland or something in the world but bitcoin mm-hmm. is a kind of decentralized coin which uh, which uh, the uh, has a background investment maybe of about 111 billion dollars around the globe uh, mm-hmm. 
for validating this transaction so it's a truly a decentralized coin now uh, now when you come to ethereum in the mobile again they are using the power of community where you we have validation nodes in the mobile and it automatically get computed and uh, uh, you since they use your mobile or something for validation you get some rewards in exchange so uh, there are different models uh, when you think about sustainability but again yeah uh, energy efficient green and faster compared to pow minings are new minings uh, in the world which is more sustainable okay could we dwell about dwell on that that topic a bit more i mean like you know people are talking about different forms of energy being used to make it sustainable they they they're saying that hey you know what we could do it with with more solar power we could use you know additional uh, alternate energy sources to be able to to mine but when when you speak about it as an industry insider right what does mm-hmm. sustainable mean to you uh when you talk about the industrial insider the solar power is obviously it's a uh... Uh, the best form for the renewable energy to be used but again it uses huge capex and all these investments but practically right. talking uh, hydropower is something which is being used more now because a uh, lot of countries have good uh, reserves of hydropower solar power has been uh, people are starting using that uh, mm-hmm. abu dhabi and other countries uh, abu dhabi is already putting up to uh, gigawatt of solar power to mm-hmm. set up a mining center in abu dhabi so right. uh, yeah so most sustainable is obviously uh, green energy Okay. Yeah. So okay. So sustainable for you would be to have a more ecological, uh, you know, and uh, ecological source of power, right? Right. Right. Okay. 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 Uh, any other ways that you can think of apart from these two examples? Uh, mining can be done in a mobile, in a GPUs, in CPUs as well. But uh, when you mm-hmm. talk about sustainable mining, uh, CPU, your mobile validations are the good way and the green way of doing it. But again, okay. uh, those depends on voting system. If you go much deeper into that, uh, uh, you need uh, the groups can be formed. The fifty-one percent attack is much easier in the mobile than uh, doing in a decentralized coin like uh, decentralized networks like Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and, and have you ever have you ever witnessed? Now, this this is this is I'm certain you know uh, arousing our curiosity, right? So, everybody in the room, please give us a like because I know that this is a question that you want to ask. Uh, can this stuff be hacked? But uh, what I want to ask you actually, Vikash, is uh, you know, have you seen one of these incidents happening? And if you could describe it for us, that would be fantastic. See, the anything which starts, it starts from small. So, anything which starts from small is easy for uh, to be hacked again. when it starts small it is not uh, worth it to hack for anyone to uh, knowledge i'll tell you how can bitcoin be hacked bitcoin be hacked only if someone owns the 51% nodes of the bitcoin around the world so he becomes mm-hmm. the maximum uh, nodes operator and they can change the nodes or something but again that is very very complex or that is very very uh, arguable fact if someone owns 21% to 51% of the bitcoin then again it will collapse completely because it will not have any value then So Bitcoin has a value okay. because it's a truly a decent, truly and only decentralized coin, which is not relied on relies on any these any centralized network like is not uh, relied on Amazon uh, the, your uh, Amazon storage or Google uh, clouds or anywhere. It has its own infrastructure throughout the globe, okay. which is decentralized. And uh, okay. uh, William, uh, I don't think uh, anyone invest uh, after valuation of one trillion dollar. It's easy for anyone to come and. Own fifty-one percent of the Bitcoin. Again, uh, it started as uh, maximum number of coins being with the whales. Then slowly, slowly, mm-hmm. it is getting distributed, 
among the uh, public with more than 300 uh, to 100 million wallets now bitcoin so obviously it's tough for bitcoin to be attacked now ethereum mm-hmm. is coming up with proof of stake where you have to stake up 32 uh ethereums to do validation and transactions and all this stuff there is a controversy that it can because anyone forms up a pool and owns that record he can always obviously uh yeah control the network so okay. uh, that is that is most uh, according to me sustainable is not when you talk about sustainable it's not only about power usage or infrastructure cost is again about how safe the network is to uh, validate your transaction or control your value fantastic okay okay and and what are some of the, the the measures you're seeing in the industry apart from the the standard ones of course but what are some of the the new the cutting edge manners in which that security is being bolstered is being you know toughened because i'm uh, i'm sure everyone in the audience at this point is wondering hey you know what if we we all want to lend our our mobile phones to you know the the mining effort now after having listened to you right we can we can right. form a pool and Create a node, and I'm certain everyone here is willing to contribute whatever quantum of ETH that they can to be able to become a validator, right? Uh, but again, you know, it, it comes down it comes down to the security, and I think you've you've hit on an important point, Gosh. I think you've hit on an important point with security. See, anything, any, if you talk about your mobile security, if you uh, it is very clear if you download anything and give any access to anyone, they have the access for your mobile. Today, technically, oh, Google okay. has the entire access access of your mobile. Facebook has the entire access of your mobile. they can access uh-huh. it so you can't deny that but i don't think there is uh, any misuse can be done uh, until some hacks are there recently uh, through godaddy metamask uh, was hacked from the back so that's a part of it so you need to be very very uh, cautious about it okay okay so uh, so how do we, how do we bolster that so how do we how do we make that more secure in some way what are, what are your thoughts my thought would be then you have a mobile separately only for the validation not doing anything else in it okay i know we're not endorsing any specific uh, any specific phone company but could you tell us which of the which one would be you know an an optimal one for us to use the phone company has nothing to do with it they they're just the internet service provider so what phone companies will not do anything about it okay all right So, so it's not going to matter if I'm on. Uh, But Apple, 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 Apple can be a little more secure than Android, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> okay, all right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Please do not rush to the Apple store. We're not endorsing any any phone company on this channel. <laughs> like I said, this is for education purposes only. But thank you for that, Vikash. I think that 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 does that does help. And I'm certain that if we do buy buy one of those phones, uh, and you know, join the mining effort, we'd be able to pay one of those off fairly quickly, right? Yeah, can you repeat? <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying is, if we do buy one of those phones, and I'm not going to mention the name, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the name. Uh, but <laughs> if we do buy one of those phones for the purpose purely of mining, to keep it like you said as a separate unit, right? Yes. Uh, that that it would pay for itself in a short span of time. That, you need to that, you, so all, all do any mining. There there are a lot of uh, mining uh, calculators which give you a revenue. calculation for the mining so uh, mm-hmm. you should go and do that first revenue calculation what uh, because there are a lot of uh, when, whenever you do any mining you should go to the entire white paper read about it because it mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of hidden things as well like if you do ethereum validation today if you have yeah. it's a, it's a proof of stake so if you do validation you get rewards but if you don't mm-hmm. do the valuation you start giving some penalty as well so uh you need to be sure about it or otherwise there are pools but you can join the pools where you stake it together they do 
uh, they work for you on your behalf and you keep on getting your returns out of it Hmm. Similarly, if we talk about the Pi Network, uh, I've not studied the Pi Network entirely, the white paper, but uh-huh. again, it's in a very, very early stage. You can al- al- always do that, but depends on the coin valuation, coin adoptability, what value, what hmm. amount it is going to give you. But I don't think anything doing in the mine cost you anything in your mobile. So obviously, you can right. install and you can keep on running the nodes. Okay, 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 okay. So uh, when you're saying that we can do it, we can, you know, uh, use our phones uh, and you know, even, uh, of course, there are people that have, uh, you see a lot of videos on YouTube that, that speak about using a Raspberry Pi for, for mining. That is something, uh, what are your thoughts on, on the Raspberry Pi? I think you, you briefly touched if, upon if that. It, if you talk to me personally, I'm, I'm very loyal to Bitcoin. And okay. I do Ethereum mining as well, but I'm very loyal to Bitcoin because uh, I'm also a part of a crypto punk. So it is the only uh-huh. decentralized coin. So I will not invest in any infrastructure or anything uh, which is not decentralized. Okay, okay, okay. So, so between between a mobile phone and a Raspberry Pi, uh, which of the two would be uh, mobile be phone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I... why why specifically a phone over a, a, a Pi, in your opinion? I think Pi you can do like, you can do the Pi mining in your mobile. That that's what this Pi is all about. It works on a protocol mm-hmm. where. With, where you can download the nodes in your mobile and based on your vote of the validation, the transaction happens. So uh, I think you can compare Pi with Ethereum. So I will uh, pro- I would prefer Ethereum uh, to be much, much better than Pi. Okay. Okay. Fine. So uh, if, you know, considering, considering that uh, you're, you're a loyalist to, to the, the two key uh, coins that, that are being uh, mined out there, what do you think about, you know, uh, how do you think it's going to work for the, for the new chains, uh, you know, that, that, that start off? What are, what are your thoughts on that? What do you see as an industry leader there? Uh, I can understand your question. So uh, any other chain that comes up, right, that wants to compete with the, uh, with, with the two of them, uh, what are your thoughts about you know okay how is how is we going to shift infrastructure to to help mining and validation there? I think a lot of chains, uh, other chains who are coming, they're coming off uh, proof of stake. Proof of work is getting outdated because again mm-hmm. uh, for uh, the proof of work is a little expensive where you have a lot of infrastructure expenses, you have electricity expenses, so uh, it gets a little exp- expensive for the transaction charges. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think other, uh, your Cardano and all, they all work on proof of stake, proof of uh, cap, your achievements, proof of uh, harvesting, there are a lot of proofs are coming in. So it depends okay. uh, which is working on what. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. So fine. So there, there you have it. I mean, uh, you know, we've, we've looked at, we've looked at how, um, the entire uh, industry has been able to paint us a picture, a, a large landscape of, you know, so much of activity that's going uh, into into the space of, of mining and validation. Um, that being said, I think there's, there's, there was also a question I think that we we were thinking of before. But uh, how do you how do you see crypto mining affecting the data center industry? So crypto mining. Is is uh, so data center is something uh, any anywhere where the data is stored and validated and maybe uh, you can fetch out data out of it. It's like a library of a data. So crypto mm-hmm. mining, it's a uh, again it's a very wide term. Uh, when you talk about uh, proof of work, you have a lot of servers around the world like ASIC miners where data are stored and your entire transaction happens where data 
our match in 21 21 computers uh, randomly and after the validation the blocks get or your data get added to all the computers uh, after approvals again when you talk about mining your uh, mobile proof of stake and your mobile computing it is again the yeah. layer top layer of the there again if you go technically there are too many layers uh, bitcoin is a layer 0 then you have layer 1 layer 2 other uh, normally works on the layer top layers where only your first few hash rates are matched and based on the vote the datas are uh, validated so it can be from uh, like we spoke about uh, infrastructure for a million dollar to a mobile where you can do the data transactions right so that is how the data centers are changing again it's a community driven it is more be- becoming a community driving uh, centers okay 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 so you you're saying that the 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 machinery that that drives this that drives this engine right had had started with like you're saying a, a million dollars worth of equipment into a uh, into a rig uh, and then now it's getting smaller to community computing and smaller yes. still to yeah mobile uh, into the mobile phones right okay. mobile so it's the power so, of community again using the power of community excellent so what do you what do you think is going to be the next step from there i mean how much smaller can this actually get uh i don't think it can go below mobile uh, otherwise how will the data get extracted mm-hmm. how will it get see uh, i'll give you the best example is tor so the tor used to be always there from quite a ages which was a decentralized data uploading and downloading center right you remember that tor mm-hmm. have you ever used tor so yes tor yes i have software where you can you know download the movies and songs pirated movies and songs and you can upload it and it will kind of degen world of the data store right, right? so similarly exactly. the mo- now the same thing is getting converted to mobile so it may uh-huh. happen that the lakhs of mobile or billions of mobile in the world where the transaction data is are stored randomly anywhere that it can pick up and it can validate it so the reason mm-hmm. for this is it become more faster they're trying to make it more faster in a decentralized right. community yeah okay 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 and and so that 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 spread and that that group is of course making it finer and and, and smaller and thank you for bringing back economical and economical economically yeah <laughs> yeah so i was saying thank you for bringing back memories of the tor of the tor browser uh you know uh, uh, way back when i mean <laughs> now of course <laughs> now of course we 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 hardly think of uh, think of it but but it's it's always good to to have a throwback there um okay so, so that being uh, so these these factors we considered right i mean uh let's also speak about about geography in in, in a sense right let's speak about geography in a sense i mean there there lists that are out there and if you do a quick search on google you'll find uh you know multiple geographies in which or states and countries in which um you know uh, mining is uh is acceptable do you see uh at some point in time that uh more more governments are going to say that hey you know what we're going to open up spaces for for investment let's you know let's have a an entire crypto mining uh location out of here let's have a hub for crypto mining do you, do you see that happening at, at some point in the future yeah that that will ultimately happen because uh, a lot of governments are accepting cryptos now they're legalizing it but crypto mm-hmm. mining uh, when you talk about bitcoin mining the countries which have a uh, little cold temperature because of natural mm-hmm. elf, air flow uh, and cheaper electricity are most sustainable country mostly north, northern hemisphere of the globe like russia you have uh, ukraine uh, georgia mm-hmm. when you come about iceland norway canada us northern us part of the, of the us so these are the countries where crypto mining is very very sustainable today 
because of the cheaper electricity and uh, natural climates okay okay so so uh, any space that is that is cooler is obviously you know um, a, a much better place to do that so it's, yeah. it's temperature and this cheaper electricity right yes okay so given, given you, you can the places you, you mentioned GPU. sorry go ahead you can do a gpu mining in uh, uh, warmer locations uh, like mm-hmm. ethereum and all but uh, those are getting shut down and you have altcoins to do it and right. uh, i'm not in favor of investing in infrastructures for any coin which are not stable like okay okay so i i caught that i mean you're not in favor of any coin that if you could complete that uh which is not stable i mean so uh, which is not truly decentralized decentralized which is centralized and doesn't have uh, some utility behind it yeah okay uh vikash i i think we're we're kind of losing you for a bit me i don't know if it's just me but um i i caught that uh you know uh an oil oil coin and then i kind of lost you the voice didn't come out right could you say that one more time okay. please uh i am not in favor of uh, when you talk about setting up the mining centers or infrastructure that needs a certain amount uh-huh. of investment so okay. uh, like uh, people invested a quite huge amount in ethereum mining uh, maybe last year they announced they want to convert to proof of stake now it was mm-hmm. for good of uh, it was for goodness of ethereum obviously because they wanted to achieve the transaction to the speed of visa or something but people who invested in ethereum mining ultimately they will be losing the entire infrastructure so i am not in for for setting up any infrastructure for any centralized coin network because you don't know when they change the technologies technology are getting upgraded very fast so mm-hmm. setting any infrastructure uh, takes one or two years for your roi to come back to mm-hmm. make your return on investment so it is not right. advised to do any investment uh, which is not very sure that it is going to give you a good returns in the future oh okay 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 so um so then if if that is the case the the investments already done uh, given the two places that you said are optimal uh, you know currently being in a in a state of conflict uh, how, how how is that how is that impacting uh, the, the you know uh, mining at at this point and i'm talking about of course russia and ukraine uh ukraine uh, mining may be interrupted because of power uh, outrage and all but uh, i do mm-hmm. personally mining in russia and mm-hmm. there is obviously no no problem in russia to mine so uh, the power supply is proper we are mining well we are getting our uh, bitcoin rewards we are paying the bills we have mm-hmm. our manpower working there normally but obviously the country regulations and country instability will affect your mining at a time when you will not have uh, people to go around to take care of the centers of if it gets shut down it has to be started off so that is very very important legation very very important part of uh, investment in any mining locations around the world okay and i i think i think a question for for all of us here is also that you know is that in some way impact the price of of bitcoin no no, no. that uh, the, it will not mining will uh, anyhow never impact the price of bitcoin mm-hmm. because uh, the code has been developed as such if you have one gpu in the world uh, entire miners get that shut down then also transactions can happen but mm-hmm. the, the person who is doing mining that time he will be a trillionaire or billionaire because he'll get all the rewards of the bitcoin in single <laughs> transaction <laughs> yeah. so uh, but uh, it get dumped the price due to the economical conditions people sell people buy due to demand and supply mm-hmm. 
All right. Okay. Okay. So uh, thank you for that, Vikash. I think you you shared some some very impressive thoughts on on mining, painting the landscape, and I, I'm I'm certain that you know uh, the the audience wants more. So for for the moment, I'm going to ask the audience at this point of time if there are any questions that you have you'd like to have answered about you know your your thoughts on Bitcoin over here. Uh, you can raise your hand, and we can we can get started. Check and sound. Yep. If you can raise your hand, our host will be able to unmute you, so you can ask your question to Vikash Agarwal, partner at Blue Wheel Capital. Um, okay. Anyone at this point? No. Um, right. Okay. So I. It looks like I don't have a volunteer from the from the audience, but there is one person I know who who may have a question. So I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, Amrit. Yeah, I've seen you before on on a number of our, our programs. Yeah, go ahead, Amrit. If you have a question, raise your hand, and our host will allow you to speak. Right. We'll give it. We'll give thirty seconds if we if we're able to pull that in. Then that's great. If not, we'll we'll have some closing comments and and wrap the show up. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, the that's that's the the time that we have. So, um, Vikash, one last question. Then, if if I were to give you a, a magic wand where you could you could tell people across the world, uh, you know. Why they should be in this in this uh, in the same space that you are as a, a minor validator? You know, um, what would you want to tell them? Uh, I would tell them mining gives me a very very fixed return. Uh, when mm -hmm. I do mining, uh, you know, if you invest in Bitcoin, invest in Bitcoin, obviously it goes up, it goes down. But when we invest in mining, we get a very fixed return. Uh, we keep on uh, generating Bitcoin every day. So it's a good feeling when you see a Bitcoin getting produced rather than mm -hmm. investing and just holding it and waiting for some time. And anyways, when you invest in mining, you get five times more return than you normally buy the Bitcoin. So try to mine yourself, be a miner, be a part of mm -hmm. a community. Okay, fantastic. Great. Thank you so much, Vikash. I think that that's advice for everybody. Uh, you know, don't just, uh, don't just let go. Uh, <laughs> don't just unleash the child inside, but be a miner. And we mean, of course, crypto miners. No doubt on, on that note and with that joke, let's bring this show to a close. Vikash, thank you so much for spending time with us this evening uh, and you know, sharing your thoughts and insights on the show today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, Edlunam team. Yeah. You're, you're very welcome. You're very welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. See you again next week at the same time on Diving Into Crypto. This has been JP from Adlunum INC speaking to you about Web3. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunum, the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 